You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up the hill. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it and I run him back for the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. And even though it might not be a good morning, it's always a good morning when you're above ground, ain't that right? Man, now, I know some folks is on the way to work. Some might be up on the ground, on the school ground. Or you might just be coming down to kick it with your boy. But I am appreciative. And, I, you know, it's nothing but love here, brother and sister. So this is the Martin Houston Show. But you can call me the backup quarterback for the rest of the week because my brother Martin Houston is running his mayoral campaign. And we wishing him the best of luck on that. But until then, it's your boy. So, you know, I'm Josh, a.k.a. your favorite intern, also known to my Jamaican brothers and sisters as the Big Don Dada. Uh, some, you know, some might call me the, uh, the LeBron of radio. I don't know. That's that's the things I've been hearing on Twitter. I don't know. But I would be remiss if I didn't introduce my partner in crime. If I if I didn't, you know, if I didn't introduce or allow him to introduce himself. So, brother, go ahead and uh, go ahead and speak for yourself, brother. What's good, Josh? How you doing this morning? Roll Tide. Welcome to a big Wednesday morning. Hump day. Hump day, hump day, hump day, man. It's always good to be here with you, man. What was Michael Jordan without Scotty? What's Shaq without Kobe? You know, we, we, we always got to – it's all about teamwork. Teamwork make the dream work, baby. So now that we have got the introduction out of the way, we got the pleasantries out of the way, we can get straight to the chase, right? So yesterday – Roll tie, roll tie, roll tie. We got an 81-78 victory over South Carolina, which will more than likely prevent us from sliding in that latest AP poll and pick up some momentum from the, uh, you know, pick up some momentum because we lost two out of three games, lost at Oklahoma, lost to Missouri team. We, both teams we just really shouldn't have lost to. And um, albeit a win is a good win, the question that I pose to anybody that want to call in on the Takakasa hotline at 205-342-9904 um, is – was it a good win, or is is there still some some cracks in that armor? So, I first and foremost, man, I wanted to thank everybody for listening to the show. But I think I got your boy Nate Oates here. I think I got your boy Nate Oates here because it, I just find it. Coinc- I I don't believe in coincidence, people. Everything happened for a reason around here, man. You know, and, and we got to put these, we got to pe- put the pieces to the puzzle together correctly. Now, last, excuse me, last show, or yesterday, if you were tuned in with me, as you should have been, if not, hey, it's all good. We all make mistakes, right? <laughs> but um, we were talking and having some dialogue about Alex Reese and how I felt he was a tweener in the sense of he's not good enough to be a starter, but he he serves as a perfect smart plug off the bench. He's above, he's above average bench player, right? Now, 
And we also talked about Josh Primo having to get up shots, right? We want to point production from Josh Primo. If you didn't know, he had scored zero points in Missouri when we lost by three. And I think he averages around anywhere from eight or nine points a game. So Nate Oates was tapped in with us. He was locked in with us on a low key. Of course, he didn't hit us up. You know, he, he, got us, he has a job to do. He don't want to cut a little bit of that check. It's all good, though, man. He'll look out for me on the back end because yesterday, last night, what did we see, Joe? Primo got himself going a little bit. Primo got himself going, and Alex Reese wasn't the starter. Now, although I'm not saying this to hate, as I said, I want Alex Reese to be a spark plug off the bench because that's how I feel he's best utilized, right? And, you know, um, and like you said, Josh Primo got himself going, but, man, there was a lot going on in this South Carolina game that I think a lot of people just didn't see, right? Now, first and foremost, as you said, we're going to address your point. Um, Josh Primo did get himself going. He was way more aggressive with his touches, looking to get involved in the offense and making plays for others, right? Because it just didn't, it seemed like he wasn't scared. And as I said, man, we got to give this man credit because he's taking a um, path similar to Kyra Lewis back in the day who foregone his senior year, graduated early, and is playing at a young age and is one of the younger players in Division One. And you can see it sometimes, right? But it's always good when you adopt that Mamba mentality. And then last game you had zero, and the next game you had 10 shots. You know, and as I said, he's a capable shooter. He's crucial to the offense because his shooting creates space. And he can he's uh, also pretty adept to get into the basket and drawing fouls. Now, although he's slender of size, you know, that's going to come with uh, the development and come with game experience when you're around the rim, being able to finish, get strong with the bucket and all that type of thing, right? But we also, I mentioned JQ. Uh, I call him that affectionately, but also Javon Quinterly, for those who didn't know, he had 13 points off the bench and was super effective in the pick and roll and getting to the basket. And last game, what we didn't do versus Missouri, we didn't get a lot of paint touches. It was a lot of lazy threes. We're just going to pass it, pass it, pass it, shoot the three. Nah, the offense don't work like that. Like I said previously, you have to drive the ball in order to compromise the defense and force them to make a decision. You know, you don't want to sit up there and be a, a how can I say it, a, a sitting duck, so to speak, right? So when and I noticed that the offense had unlocked uh, to a point where it opened up so much space and, and it opened up so much uh, open shot creation that JQ is going to definitely be a pivotal, um, a, p- a pivotal key to what's going on here if we're trying to make this championship run, right? Because as I said, man, when you create, it's a premium for shot creation. Like me and Joe was talking about the other day, man, everybody is in love with this new wave of ball movement, a new wave of team and best shooters and threes. But there's always been a a, a premium on getting that one-on-one bucket, right? When we think of some of the greatest players of all time, Joe, the, these, are, these are bucket getters. I think Kobe Bryant, bucket getter, killer, stone cold killer. I think a Michael Jordan can get me in that pinch post and do anything he want to do with you. Yeah, this mercy. I think a LeBron James that can attack you out of any set that you want. You know, I think of Allen Iverson. I think of Shaq in that post, right? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, bucket getter. Larry Bird, bucket getter, right? So once we um, once we adopt that concept, we realize there's always going to be a premium on shot creation because sometimes the other guys don't have it. Now, luckily for us, I ain't going to say I'll call him the other guy because he's arguably the star of the team, but my main man, John Petty, from the 256 product of Huntsville, Alabama, you know, uh, he had 20 points and eight rebounds, man. And the beauty of the game is, although he only went three or 10 from three, he was seven to 15 from the field, meaning that he was using the three to get to that paint and create a lot of easy opportunities for himself, right? And that's what all you want to see is the development of your shooters because shooters are kind of easy to guard. Uh, Nate Oates talked about it in his... um 
in a pregame interview with the announcers of last night's game, and I was listening to the broadcast, he was saying, yeah, you know, we we know it's easy to guard shooters because once you get in that jersey, they don't want that smoke. And basically meaning that if I can press you off these screens, if I can come up and get to the point where I can smell your breath, you ain't you don't want no you don't want that right because as a shooter I want space I want the availability to get the ball turn around square my shoulders to that rim get a clear sight at that rim and shoot but when you don't allow that space you become easier to guard and now we're playing four on five and you can see the development of John Petty game because it's not all about the three it's not all about getting to that step back three that he's uh becoming that we becoming accustomed to right. So what are some crucial things that you, you know, I'm, I can ramble on and on because, you know, the basketball, I love, I love basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know me. So I, I, I can do this all day, but I got to get my partner in here to see what you saw, man. Let's get your take on it. What, what did you see going on last night, brother? Well, you talk about shot creation. The two of the three, uh, three pointers for Petty that he actually made were off the dribble, basically taking his guy one-on-one, which I thought was impressive. Usually he's, uh, kind of the guy roaming around, wait, wait, waiting on a kick out, in my opinion, and wait, and, wait, and waiting on a catch and shoot situation. So I, I was impressed by that, and I was uh, impressed that, that Alabama was over to oh, overcome twenty two turnovers. I think that was a season high mm-hmm. uh, for the Tide, uh, overcoming twenty two turnovers to still win the game and uh, r- really grind one out on the road after you know trying to get trying to get your season back on track. I think that's an important win if you're trying to get your season back on track. Very important win, very important win. And, hey, man, like I said, you know, we, we need somebody to come down and kick it with us. We get lonely sometimes, man. Don't forget that the phone lines are always open. The phone lines are lit. Let's hit us up at the Takakasa hotline at 205-342-9904. Be free to call, man. Come down, kick it. You know, we're going to chop it up like men, our sisters, whoever called. You know, we we, we don't play that kind of game. It's open to anybody, right? So, you mentioned 22 turnovers, right? And I didn't want – I had to start the day off positive because I know people going to work. I know people going to school. I know people up on that late grind, right, in the early grind. And I had to start off positive because I want to send – I want to manifest positive energy upon the viewers and the listeners out there who are greatly appreciated. But now we got to get to that real stuff, man. See, it, a win is always a win. I'm a competitor, and I want to win at all costs, right? But there are certain wins that I just – I don't know if I can accept, right? There is no reason we should be in a dog fight with South Carolina. I'm sorry. It is what it is. And it's no disrespect to South Carolina. I know y'all got nice palm trees. I know Charleston is a nice city. Uh, uh, that's about it. I don't know anything else. I'm just going to be honest with you. The only thing I know about South Carolina is my boy Stefan Gilmore went there. Outside of that, hey, I just ain't heard from y'all. Now, it is what it is. I can only speak truth, right? So, as you mentioned, it's 22 turnovers, and we only average 14 on a season. So now it's like this is a continuing problem. This is an ongoing problem, and it's starting to become a conundrum because, Joe, I didn't see any full-court pressures. I seen a lot of just over-dribbling. I seen a lot of offensive uh, charges. Now I'm thinking, like, man, maybe we just one dribble, we one dribble, jump stop. We can save ourselves an opportunity to get to that, uh, to, get to, um, to get at least an attempt on the basket, you know, at least get a shot up. Um, a lot of uh, bad passes, you know, a lot of uh, miscalculated passes and people just not paying attention. Um, and it's just a lot of things that's going on, man. But it, it's, it, it's, so, um, it's so frustrating to see because it's like, yeah, you can play fast, but you got to play in control, right? When we look at some of these, um, some of the great basketball teams, and of course, I'm always going to go NBA because that's the highest level, and that's what I think we all aspire to be, right? We look at the NBA. When you turn the ball over, 
you leave yourself vulnerable to fast break points. You can't get your defense set up, right? So now you're not only giving them points, right? You're tiring yourself out because you're trying to run back and you're not going to really necessarily catch them. And on top of that, it's just it's also to the point where we 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 almost done with the season. How are we not comfortable with the offense? How are we not comfortable with the flow of the offense? Where is the continuity? Where is the um where is the development, right? Because at the end of the day. If you turn the ball 22 times over versus Gonzaga, you're going to get beat by 20 points. You can pull this stuff versus South Carolina is cool, but as we've seen with the Chiefs like with, in the Super Bowl, right, all these penalties. They was getting penalties before they were losing. They was get, it was all kind of dumb penalties, taunting, offsides, trying to get to the um, quarterback before the ball snap and stuff like that, and it came back to Hano. We don't want to have that happen to us when we're on a March Madness run, right? We just don't want that to happen because stupid play, you get beat when you play stupid. It is what it is. Now, um, my my mom always used to tell me, man, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. And I'm not calling anybody stupid. You know, it's just a phrase. You know, I don't want to offend nobody. I don't care, but hey, it is what it is. I'm going to try to, I got to put a disclaimer out there. Now, the phone lines are lit. We're going to get some of these guests in right after the break. Because, you know, we got to pay them bills, man. We got to pay them bills. So right now, these lights looking a little dim. I'm going to go pay that light bill, man. But y'all stay tuned in. This is Tide 100.9. I will be right back with more commentary. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan, traffic's in a pretty quiet on the roadways this Wednesday morning with no problems or delays. Of course, if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. With Valentine's coming, you'll love the sweethearts of a deal at your hometown Nissan dealer, towns of Nissan of Tuscaloosa, and I'm Cap Ray. Unseasonably mild weather again today. A mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high at 70. For tonight, mostly cloudy with the low at 54. And tomorrow, wet weather returns. Cloudy with rain at times, possibly a thunderstorm, the high at 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Hey, 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 what's going on, good people? Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are still here. We are still live on location at Tide 100.9. And you know how we do. We just out here kicking it like we supposed to, right, Joe? That's exactly right. We're trying to wake everybody up. Get them going. Got to get them going, man. Got it. Hey, man, help is on the way. Help is on the way. Now, the phone lines are lit. We got callers on callers on callers. I'm telling y'all, I want you to be a part of the conversation. So please don't be afraid. And, man, come on, man. You ain't doing nothing anyway. Just go ahead and pick up your phone. Talk to Casa Hotline. You can go there, too, and tell them I sent you. I'm sure they know me by now. Uh, 205-342-9904. Get in where you fit in. You can be a star on the show. We want to hear your voices. Now, Curtis Lewis, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Hey, Josh. Everything's going good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. What you got going on for me, man? What's what's up? Well, just want to comment about the game, and then of course a little bit about the football from um day day before yesterday. I think when you guys were talking, but um my problem that I keep seeing is that, like you said turnovers. I'm not sure why we still got so many turnovers 
with our basketball team. And the other main problem that I have is Herb Jones. Hmm. Herb Jones is obviously hurt. Right. He can't go to the hole. He can't put that ball up. He can't go to the rim. We got to have players that can give us more than what Herb Jones can give us. Because all he gives us right now is turnovers. I mean, what, what do you see in Herb Jones right now in his condition now? Right. Not even healthy, because he's healthy, he's a, he's a baller. Right, right. But right now in his condition, what is he giving us that we can't get from, say, Ambrose or someone else of that nature um, in the lineup? Man, that's a great – first and foremost, man, thanks for bringing that energy, man. I like the, I like your passion for the game, so we appreciate that here. But to answer your question directly, man, I think what Herb Jones is still providing through injury is leadership. I noticed that when things go awry, when they do the little quick huddle up, I notice he's the one that's talking. I noticed that if he gives direction, although he's meek and humble in tone, people tend to listen. You know, and him being one of the three seniors on the team, I think that game experience, it's kind of like Draymond Green, what he's doing right now with the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green, to we are, let's be honest. Now, I'm, I'm, that's me assuming that you follow NBA basketball. But um, Draymond Green, and I'm not saying that – Okay, we know Herb when healthy is a star, but in this context, Draymond Green is somewhat more of a coach on the floor. He sees things ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? Although he might turn over the ball a lot, he's going to make up for it by giving good defensive effort, being able to switch through one through five, and also helping out in the rebounding department and making some crucial plays that, that might not make the stat sheet, like charges, loose balls, and things of that nature. So I And like I said, we do want to see him get healthy. And the question I pose to you is, do you think he should sit? You know, because I think we should save them because we know how them back things do. I done had some back trouble back in my day. You know, you know sometimes you just got to rest. He definitely needs to be sat down at least for a week or however long it takes him to get back to himself because we would need him more in the stretch than we need him against the teams we're playing right now the next two to three weeks. He needs to sit so we can get him at his full, his, his full strength because right now he's more of a liability. He's doing a great job of coaching. That's great, but but Nate Oates ain't shooting no shots either, so let him go over <laughs> on the side. Oh, and coach. I like that. I like that. I like that. But this is. But you gotta think of it from this perspective, Mister Lewis. There is a reason why guys are stuck behind a guy with a bad back. Now, if you can't beat out somebody with a bad back in basketball or any athletic situation, maybe you're just not ready for prime time yet. And this is not an indictment on Ambrose or anybody that's sitting behind him. Like I said, I can only analyze because that's my job, right? But if yep. you can't beat somebody out with a bad back, it's kind of like, well, what's going on? And to your point, you're right. Um, I do think he has become a liability. And even his defense is compromised because you see he's not really – he's using his hands a lot. Oh. He's reaching in and getting fouls. And he's not as quick as he used to be. But although he yep. only made one of seven shots, he still gave me seven assists and five rebounds and two blocks, right? So that's yep. – Now that's true. So, that you know – it, 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 it Go like ahead. When we keep going to him and these, these just crucial moments, like in the game where we just lost, and two times he was the ball went to him in the crucial moment. He couldn't make the play. One time he got fouled. Obviously he got fouled. Right. But it seemed that even if he had gotten fouled, if he went up strong with that ball and went for the dunk, that foul wouldn't have mattered because he would have still made it and won. But right. since you're going to the ball like a daffodil, yeah, you're not going to make that shot. <laughs> not in high wind. I've yet to see a daffodil stand up in a high wind, <laughs> no matter how pretty it is. Right, right. 
you 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 made good points, man. And like I we discussed this last time on the show, it's like who is the true killer on the team? Because as much we as I love Herb Jones, I think he's more of an Andre Iguodala S type player. He's somebody that I expect to defend my best player, also contribute about ten to twelve points, but also yeah. make good uh, decisions that within the flow of the offense and create continuity with assists, hockey assists, and you know making the plays that don't show up on the stat sheet. That's true. I agree wholeheartedly. We do not have anybody with a black mama mentality on this team. So there's nobody you're going to – we don't have a Colin Sexton out there this year. Right. Nobody you can get that ball to let them go create. Nobody creates on the team. Everybody's a, more of a role player. And everybody that I see is too, especially with um Petty, they, they get that shot that's made for them. They're, they're set-up shooters. That's right. great. But sometimes, at some point in time, you've got to have somebody – who can make and create their own shot has got that mentality that regardless of what you do, I'm going to take you through the hole or I'm going to push from outside. I don't care what you do, too. See, and, and we were just talking about that. Me and Joe, have, like I said, man, it's a premium on shot creation. And I think that uh, it's always going to be a premium on shot creation because that's just the history of the game. I can show you all the great teams that had great shot creators. Of course, you got the uh, the historic Bulls teams with Michael Jordan. You have uh, the Showtime Lakers with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. James Worthy was a shot creator. You uh, have yeah. the Detroit, the Bad Boy Pistons. Isaiah Thomas, shot creator. Joe Dumar, shot creator. Uh, Vinny, uh, the oven, shot creator. Kobe Bryant with the Lakers, shot creator. LeBron James shot creator Kyrie Irving on that Cleveland team shot creator but I do have other people on the line but I do want to let you get your last little bit spilled because I do have to get to other people but I really am enjoying this conversation and you need to holler at me tomorrow Mr. Lewis please oh okay I'll see what I just want to say that when you heard Hey Hey Pat was talking the other day talking about that we had a stacked backfield and that we were going to uh, possibly go to more of a, a ground and pound type thing or more of a run game mm-hmm. that's just not true that's not going to happen in any way, day, and time because we had a stacked backfield this year and we had the best offensive line in the game and we still didn't do that. So that's just not today's game. We got to score. We got to score often because our defense is still held by Goldie and Goldie is not going to put no run stopping defense out there to stop the other team. So we've got to score and score often. Hey, man, I, I appreciate that call, Brother Lewis. Hey, man, I, I, don't, I can't be mad at you, man, but make sure you holler at me tomorrow, man. I really appreciate it. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. All right, you too, man. All right, brother. Who who was up next, Joe? Go Let's ahead, go to Tom right here. Tom's right ne- up next, and then late Martin John. Uh, right, they were right back to back. Back back to back. What's what's going on, Tom? How at me? Hey, Josh. What's up, man? What's up, brother? How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Thanks for taking my call, by the way. Yes, sir. Always, always, man. Let's go ahead. Let's. What you got for me, man? Uh, well, I wanted to talk about the game last night as well. Let's and, do that. Uh, you know, one thing that I took from the game. Uh, and, and uh, it's open to criticism, I admit that. But uh, to me, I was glad to see uh, John Petty, uh, who is one of my favorite all-time Alabama basketball players. Yes, sir. But I, I was glad to see him. He took the game and won the game for us. Right. And uh, uh, I was glad to see John come in there and take over the game. I, I think that John, at times, is too shy about exerting himself into the mix of the game. Mm. And uh, I think that uh, John's a champion. John's been a champion for many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was glad to see him play like a champion last night. 20 points, 8 rebounds, uh, a lot of stuff that he did uh, that I think uh, helped us uh, take the best shot South Carolina had 
And, uh, and, and you know, they come in, they were going to stop John. That was their scheme. They were right. going to stop him no matter what because they were all over him all night. But uh, thanks to John, he took the game over and won that game for us, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, he did. And, um, and and to um you make good points, man, and uh I'm a very uh how can I say, me and John, we we, we travel very similar paths because I went to his rival school in Huntsville, Alabama at Lee, right? He um he was uh he went to Johnson. Now it's called Jimison, they renamed the school. Um but he you know, I I've I seen it firsthand. You're right, John is a champion under uh he's been a champion. He was a two time basketball player of the year in the state of Alabama in his division, I believe five A or four A if I'm not mistaken. And the thing that always that always would bother me about John is like, John, you was a superstar. You know, you coming from the he two is. he is, you know, coming from the two five six man, he was and I'm a historian of the game in the city, man, there's very few names that can be mentioned with him. And he got the rings to show for it. And he got the moments to show for it. You know, um I'll, you notice in um because as as good as an athlete he is, he isn't somebody like a superior athlete. It's not like he's coming in like a Russell Westbrook or LeBron James, but he's a very capable athlete, right? Absolutely. And on top of that, in high school, you could tell he was a little bit more confident in his handle. He had a lot more moves in his bag to get to. Now, I'm not sure if Avery, the, uh, Avery Johnson regime, I'm not sure if that kind of tranquilized or kind of, uh, how can I say, uh, restricted his freedom to the point where he only felt like, oh, I, I got two dribbles to make. No, nah, brother, take your time. Be confident in what you're doing. Because in high school, man, he was dominating. It, man, I can I, I can tell you a yeah, story for days you know, about what he was doing to us. <laughs> Go that's ahead. what we all saw uh, uh, when he was in high school. And that's what uh, a lot of us was hoping we was going to see in college with, with John. But uh, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Uh, I love Coach Avery and I love Colin Sexton. But uh, Colin uh, hurt uh, John's development. Uh, because Avery put a lot of eggs in that basket. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like that. That's a good saying. I'm going to have to take that from you, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, it is what it is, and I, I'm no coach. And, uh, like I said, you know, whoever's a coach, I'm going to support. But uh, but I think that that hurt John's development. I think it hurt Herb. Mm. Uh, I think Herb was a better outside shooter when he got to Alabama than he's been at Alabama. You just think he and, was afraid uh, to shoot it? I, I, I do. I think it hurt uh, the development of some of these uh, other players. But back to the game last night, uh, mm-hmm. I, I was really thrilled to see John. I, I know it was an ugly game, but South Carolina intended for that to be an ugly game. Right. And, uh, and But John took it over and won it, and I was thrilled uh, to see that. And I want to get y'all's take, see if, see if what I was looking at was true. Yeah, 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 man. You know, hey, man, trust your eyes, brother. Twenty twenty, man. You're working with twenty twenty because I've seen the same thing you've seen. Like you said, man. I think Colin Sexton did come in and provide a level of excitement for the fan base, but it did compromise a lot of people developing, right? Because he is a high usage player, the same kind of player he is at Cleveland, right? But in the NBA, right. of course, it's more possessions, being that the shot clock is 24 seconds instead of 30. You got a lot more elite athletes. The game is going faster, so he can still shoot the ball and everybody else get involved. But it does come a point in time where your personal development got to be personal to you, right? And, of course, I feel like 
the putting the team first is putting you first, right? Because sometimes I got to realize, hey, I want to be the best person I can be. I want to be the best player I can be so I can affect change on this team, right? And we've seen people develop uh, such as a Clay Thompson, such as even a Jalen Brown. Uh, right now, you look at Jalen Brown and how he developed. Jason Tatum is a high-usage shooter, but Jalen Brown still developed his game. He still worked on his mid-range jump shot. He worked on his tough shot making. And now he's considered an all-star, right? He's considered comparable to uh, Jason Tatum. And I think the same thing could have happened for JP, but it took longer. Which is good because it's better late than never, right? But I you, agree. You I know, agree with that. I agree with you about uh, John coming up with this game. Like usually he's comparable to J.R. Smith, but last game he was looking like old school Ray Allen getting to that basket, shooting a three. Uh, he had a little putback dunk in there. You know what I'm saying? But hey, Tom, I really appreciate the call. Make yeah, sure man, you come through and holler me tomorrow, call. man. Yes, sir. Appreciate yes, sir. Now. Oh, all right. I was making sure, you know, we got I got to make sure boss miss. Cool, cool. Oh, we're all good. Why don't you go ahead and take late Martin John Oh, yeah, man. Break. This is my, first and foremost, let me get a grand introduction, man. This is my unofficial, official co-host, man. You've been sitting there like a soldier. I got to get to you, man. You go ahead, brother. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Hey, good morning, guys. I appreciate it. I'm coming in. Oh, man, I am so excited about last I got so much I want to ask about, but uh, you made me follow the MIC, man, the most intelligent caller. After Tom, man, I ain't going to be nothing but a file, man. But oh, man. listen, I'm just just like Tom, man. Teddy's my favorite player. This this morning you started out, and you, you mentioned the Mamba mentality. Yes, sir. And uh, first thing I thought of was John Petty, especially on the rebounds. It seemed like he got pretty aggressive on the rebounds last night. And, man, I, I was just real thrilled to see that. Mm, he did, man, and like you, and people don't realize, man. You want to defense is so hard because you have to finish. You got to finish that possession, right? You can have right. a great defensive possession, but if an offensive rebound happened, it is it, is garbage because they can still score the ball. Right? Only thing you did was waste time and exert en- energy, right? So we'll, I really uh, go ahead. Yeah, I really enjoyed his play last night, boy. It just uh, now the turnovers. We were averaging 14 turnovers a game in the last few games. We had, what, last night, 22? Yes, sir. So we're eight above our average. It would be interesting and to, to look down and see. I, I know, Herb, you, you know, you got you to gotta give the man some grace because he is beat up and everything, but it just seemed like the turnovers were just so unfortunate for him in the last couple of games, and it, it, I don't know. You know, I question the way that he's being handled as far as on the team. But listen, Nate Oates is the head coach at Alabama, and I'm a caller on a radio <laughs> show. I, I trust Nate Oates to know what he's doing, but, boy, there sure is a lot of people wondering about that. True, but always, man, always stand firm in your opinion. Not saying that you're not, but, man, stand ten toes. This is a democracy. We know what we see, and we got every right to explain the, our opinion. I get, and you know what I'm saying, same thing here. I'm just an analyst. I get paid, to, you know, to talk a little bit of junk and go home. I mean, I'm going to do my job to the fullest extent. And you know what I'm yeah. saying? You helping me with that because we do see the same things. And me and uh, Mr. Lewis are having a great intellectual conversation about how we think Herb should sit because it's yeah. like that back injury. Sometimes it's better just to sit down and to keep on trying to, you know, trying to, that sometimes the mamba mentality is resting. So I do agree with you on that. And, yeah, the uh, the turnovers were unfortunate for him. But anytime you have uh, – he has eight, seven assists and four turnovers. So that's around a two-to-one turnover ratio, which means he gave me at least four buckets for every two he giving up. It, now it, that's a good stat. That's that's one I hadn't looked at, and that's what you got to do to analyze his worth on the field. And that's where 
Coach Oates comes in real good. Oh, another another topic right here, man. I felt bad for Jawan Gary because he's back mm. in his hometown. He's got his homeboys watching him. And what was it? A minute into the game, and and have you got an update on him? Is he going to be available anytime soon? Um, the update that I did get from the Oates, they apparently it is a soldier injury, so it isn't a lower extremity injury like a knee or ankle, like I thought it was. They're saying that he going they're going to reevaluate once they get down to Tuscaloosa. But if you stay tuned in to the app, if you stay tuned in with Ty one hundred point nine, we'll make sure that we update you, man. I do, and I will. And uh, I guess the last thing I just want to. Uh, congratulate uh, Mr. James Rojas here. Man, I was so, so sad for him during the uh, last game when he was missing all the free throws. And then last night he went four for four down the end of the stretch. And we, we won by three, you know. So yeah. I was real proud of James Rojas last night. Me too, man. And the thing about James Rojas is you see what happens in the beauty, in the freedom of structure, right? And I know that's an oxymoron, but hear me out, right? Once you're a star within your role, there's a certain amount of freedom that breathes within that. Early in the season, you've seen James Rojas trying to take the ball off the board and make a play off the dribble, but that's not your game, brother. We don't need uh-huh. you to do that. Once he adopted that junkyard and uh, a dog, that dog mentality, like, oh, I'm going to come in and do this dirty work. I'm going to die for loose boards. I'm going to make sure that I get on these offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. You see that he's more comfortable within himself, and he's and it makes the team better. You get what I'm saying? So I'm proud of him too, man. He played a good game despite the one-for-four shooting. We can live with that because he gave an effort. I appreciate it. Well, listen, guys, uh, man, I was excited about that. Uh, in, the, uh, in the next uh, 30 minutes or so, if you could – Give me some uh, insight on what you think John Petty's role could be in the uh, NBA. And also, give us a little uh, preview on Georgia, or maybe tomorrow on Georgia. But I don't know anything about that Georgia basketball team. If you could jump on that a little bit, I'd appreciate it. But other than that, I'll say uh, bless everybody, and y'all have a great day. I enjoy it. All right, you too, man. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Yo, hey, always remember, man, on this show, your wish is my command, man. This is a democracy, man. This is ran by the people. If you want me to talk about something, you come down, you make your call, I'm going to put it down in my notes, and I'll be god-dogged if I don't come back here and come give you some good information. DW, I see you. We're going to get to you. Super Joe, I know that you're waiting. I'm excited to talk to both of y'all, but we're going to go ahead and pay this this uh, car note because I see them folks looking at my car kind of funny, and I know I ain't paid. So we gonna, I'm going to go handle that, right? So y'all stay tuned. Don't turn your knobs. Stay on the phones. Y'all can still get Get it in on the 205 the Takakasa Hotline. So y'all stay tuned at Tide 100.9. I will be right back. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan, traffic center pretty quiet on the roadways this Wednesday morning with no problems or delays. Of course, if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. With Valentine's coming, you'll love the sweethearts of a deal at your hometown Nissan dealer, towns of Nissan of Tuscaloosa, and I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out 
by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Uh Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Right when the beat drop, baby. <laughs> right when the beat drop. Nothing like perfect timing. Good morning, good morning, good morning. If you are been with us, thank you. If you haven't been with us, where you been at, brother? You're late to class because I'm, I'm giving we giving lessons out here. Not just me, but the callers as well. So speaking of callers, man, we gotta get right to my man DW. You've been waiting for 15 minutes. You know I gotta holler at you, man. So what's going on with you? How you doing, man? I hear you, brother. Roll Tide. Good morning. Good morning. Roll Tide. Yeah, you know that was a struggle to watch last night, but uh, you know they, they, it, at times they did show little glimmers of, of fighting through some adversity and just uh, you know losing Jawan and ha- not having some of your big guys. That's been kind of a matchup problem for us, you know, two or three games here a little bit. And mm-hmm. That's just kind of how we're built. So it's um, you were right earlier. We don't really have the premier kind of person to create their own shot. So the only thing that I can say off of that last night then is the turnovers. And particularly because, you know, you you start adding in some of those offensive fouls and things that were just, you know, frankly, just a little out of control. Yeah. I mean, maybe a lot out of control. <laughs> um, you know, the guys just got to, you know, and I know they're, I think they're playing tight, which can also contribute to that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they just got to think a little more and just, it's kind of like in NASCAR, they say, you know, you slow down, drive faster. It's almost like we need to slow down a half a step. Right, I get our shot instead of driving in a step too far and getting turnover charges. You know, they just they just they forfeited too many opportunities for shots, and frankly, we could have won the game by twenty. You're right, and uh, like you were saying, man. Sometimes I think we we struggle with a lot of things, and I and I mean this in a we it's a, we're rushing like you said we're playing tight and we're rushing you can go fast but not be in a hurry you get what i'm saying like yeah, and that's exactly, the mentality exactly. we have to adapt man you can see a lot like a lot of offensive fouls especially when it comes to charges just one dribble too much 
Sometimes you got to get to that jump shot. The thing was, it was frustrating. Was I mean, down the last ten minutes of the game, when we really could have put them away, we right. just kind of kept doing that. And I mean, there was—I know at least three or four times coming to mind on the charges or even a couple of the other turnovers. Mm-hmm. Guys, just you know, if I, I, I don't know, coach is probably preaching this to them, but many of them are listening out there. Not that they're up this morning listening, but <laughs> you know, a few times they drove in there, and if they would just pulled up and looked for you know Petty or whoever, one of the—I mean, we got seven guys that could shoot the ball right just just pull up and watch for your other guy to find the seam and and find find them pulling in up on the perimeter or whatever and uh find the shot and we just kind of force it in there too much one-on-one and we and we don't have michael jordan to go drive the lane <laughs> we just don't have that and uh and they're not gonna have it because we don't have it on the team right right so they so got they gotta, gotta play within themselves a little bit better and, and eliminate, get back to where we're at, you know, 10, 12 turnovers a game instead of some of the, because most of the turnovers last night were just unforced. It, a majority of them were, man, and I want to speak to that point. I can't do it within the context of this call, but stay tuned in because I got, it was a lot of hidden turnovers that if we if we count back, because to me a bad shot is a bad, is a turnover because essentially you, it, you're not giving yourself a chance to win. Every possession you want to give yourself a chance to win, but to get to your point you about you're not talking you're not talking about the 38 foot shot out there with Oh yeah, y'all, you know what I'm talking about, baby. Plug, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if you preach to the choir, baby, you know what I'm finna get to, but that's not the only thing, man. We had I mean, like uh John Petty airball, that's an anomaly. Uh we had a broken yeah. play uh, and uh, uh, James Roraz end up getting into an ISO set, and we like uh, James, you, you're the fifth option. The, he's like Tristan Thompson. I want you, if you're gonna get points, you need to be off them boards. It's a wide open layup, or you running the floor. I don't want an isolation some old-timer, set. Some old timers like me remember a name called Cliff Windham in Alabama. Oh, man, go ahead, and, get, uh, educate me real quick, brother. Yeah, man, he was just that garbage guy. You know, he got ten points a game, and he was just always getting around the basket. He get two or three baskets a game just by being there on a loose ball turnover. Something like that. Rojas kind of has that little bit of a, uh, a mentality and, 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 you know, around a game. But exactly, you, he's not your first, second, or third option on the offensive end of the court. He, um, it, you know, he just got to be that garbage guy, the hustle got, man. He's got to. Now, I got, I, unfortunately, I do got to run, but I need you to answer a question for me real quick because I don't want to rush you off the phone. Do you think we peaked we peak too soon as a basketball team? No, not really. I, I think we got two or three guys struggling through injuries. I think we hit that little bit of lull in the middle, and if they can get these shots to fall and loosen back up a little bit, and as as you kind of were alluding to, you know, just just slow down a little bit, and you'll you'll play a little faster. All right, um, brother. That that's a great call, man. That's a great call. I appreciate you for calling me. Make sure you tap in with me tomorrow, man. I really want to hear from you. All right, brother. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Super Joe, Super Joe, Super Joe. Now, there's got to be a reason why your name's Super. Because I think I got Super Joe back here behind this booth. Now, you need to prove me wrong now. Now, let's, let's get to it. How you doing, brother? Everything all great, man. Everything good, partner, man. I tell you what. You know, Ron Solomon gave me that nickname and stuff like that. Told me I earned it. So, I guess <laughs> I be getting super results. I need one thing I could go and let you on something. I ain't never in my life ever picked my own nickname. <laughs> I always had to earn it. That's just the way it went. That's just the way it went. My, and that's just the way it always went down for me. So that's just the way it went. That's that Mamba mentality, baby. I love it. Well, what's what's going on with you? What question you got? What uh, perspective you got for me, man? Well, I'm gonna say about the, um about okay the Super Bowl that that happened this past Sunday. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my hat off to Tom Brady and the defense at Tampa Bay. They went out there and did what they were supposed to do. And I mean, Kansas City had injuries and stuff and. You know, it just didn't go well for Patrick Mahomes, and they know, 
and I know it's a rough, and they want to see a repeat, and I'll pull for Kansas City myself, but like I said, I just wonder when Tom Brady's going to retire. I mean, <laughs> I mean, dang, he got seven Super Bowl rings, man. Come on. Come on. Let's sit down, man. It's, it's the reli- But you got to respect the relentlessness, man. You got to yeah, respect the dedication to greatness, I got, to. I got the a 40-something-year-old man, man a 40-something-year-old man still sound like he about 20-something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, not. I mean, hey. With all that I money he made, you. I look like I'm twenty something at forty two now. Yeah, he doesn't you know that money that money talk. <laughs> money yeah, that money. Yeah, you hey, you right, money talk money talking and that it's doing it's gonna talk some more to him too. So <laughs> you know, I think I think I'm gonna be honest with Tom Brady gonna spin it so he can't get it no more. I yeah. think we I think we just gonna have to wait Tom, I think Tom Brady gonna wait till you have a grandkid or something to retire. I don't know what it what <laughs> the said deal is. <laughs> you funny, man. I, w- I want to ask you something since you say you pulled for Kansas City, man. I'm under the uh, assumption. And, hey, man, if you are a Kansas City fan, I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan. He's probably one of my favorite uh, guys that came across the league in a very long time. Check out the article oh. I did on Tower 100.9. But um, I was thinking about the GOAT conversation. I want to get your perspective on that. I feel like, man, Tom Brady lost twice to Eli Manning. You know, Tom yeah, Brady right. got he, beat he by. Lost twice. You know, he he got beat by Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. I seen Tom Brady get beat by Ryan Tannehill. It's not too yeah. bad to lose to Tom Brady if that's the only person I've ever lost to. So, do you think the goat conversation is closed for Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. No, and they don't need they don't need to call him no goat because he ain't invincible. So no, you they call Tom Michael the goat. Jo- you can say you can say Michael Jordan's the goat, but he didn't, he never lost the NBA Finals. You can call him the goat. You, but you can't call LeBron or James because he lost it. He, he done lost some NBA finals. Sir, sir. Hold on now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who, so you say about, because you know this, this, you know, my man LeBron be sending me sneakers. Now I got to represent, but no, nah, for real, okay. for real. So, yo, what's your, uh, so so you saying that your goal means by not losing, better record in uh, championship yeah, games, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was saying for pretty much that because now my team, I'm going to keep it real with you. My team, Got in the playoffs and we got crumbled by the Saints. You know, I'm a Bear fan. <laughs> you know, I'm a Chicago Bear fan. The real reason was because, you know, Walter Payton and my dude was Otis Wilson and Wilbur Marshall. Those were my dudes. And, you know, I'm going to tell you a story right quick. When I found my daddy, okay, who was a Raider fan, you know, Willie Goat left the Bears, went to the Raiders. My dad threw a beer party. You know, he hit a beer party in the garage. And, you know, I'll tell you that. And then one day, what he did was a Redskins fan called my house. To let me know Wilbur Marshall, my dad put me on the phone to Redskins fan to let me know Wilbur Marshall was going to Washington. Mm-hmm. I wish he'd have told me himself to let me find out from a Redskins fan. <laughs> but why did they eat me? Why did they? What's the real reason it bothered me? Because we lost two straight playoff games to the Redskins, '86 and '87, and then all of a sudden they won the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden now they're taking Wilbur Marshall. I could eat. I couldn't even even finish <laughs> eating my macaroni after. Yeah, <laughs> you're game. not the macaroni man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I talk. About, I just dropped. I just dropped my fork and I said, "Man, I, I can't even finish the rest of my macaroni." Yeah. But I, I ain't gonna quote what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't do that. Now you got to save my job. Save my job, partner. <laughs> no, no, save your job. I save your job. But you know how it is. You know what's the what's the name? I'm gonna say that what's that word that Bernie Mac and Samuel L. Jackson always use. We don't want to use that word on the air. <laughs> you were right, you know, man. <laughs> you a good you know, man. Look, but man, I say, look. I tell you what. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this though, but well. You know, for with um, Tom Brady, I'm taking my hat off to. I'm glad, happy for Leonard Fournette, O.J. Howard. Right. You know, they they busted tail. You know, getting you know they got him a Super Bowl ring, and and I'm gonna say like this. But the next pandemic we're gonna have right now is gonna be on Alabama football tickets. That's the next <laughs> pandemic we're gonna have. That's gonna be the next virus uh, strain. Them tickets gonna cost them. In Alabama, we keep winning the national championship. We're gonna be lucky to afford to drink water in Tuscaloosa. Man, look, man, look. 
<laughs> you came in and you gave me a five-minute stand-up comedy set, and it was informational. It was funny. I want to first and foremost, I appreciate your call. Unfortunately, I got ahead to break, but I do want to let you close before I get to break. What's your last words, man? Man, my last word, man, just a like I said before. You know, it was gonna grab you. Took my call. Roll tide, man. Super Jordan spoke for the day. <laughs> roll tide, roll tide. All right, fellas. Unfortunately. Them bills, bills, bills. Can you pay my item? Y'all know nothing about that Destiny Child. I mean, it's too early for me to be singing anyway. So what's going to happen is, man, I got to go pay a little bit more bills. Y'all stay tuned in to Tide 100.9, man. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, traffic still moving well around town with no wrecks, just minor congestion. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Get a sweetheart of a deal right now from your hometown Nissan dealer. It's Towns of Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. Three-term former Northport Mayor Wayne Rose has died. His daughter, Whitney Rose DuBose, made the announcement in a social media post. A public visitation will be held Friday at Sunset Funeral Home from 5.30 p.m. until 8 with a private family burial on Saturday. Walmart stores and neighborhood markets in Brent, Demopolis, Fayette, Chasper, Northport, and Tuscaloosa and across the state will administer COVID-19 vaccinations that will begin on Friday. Check the Walmart website for availability and to make an appointment. I'm done. Uh. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. What's going on? What's going on, baby? Good morning. It's still a good morning. It's still a good morning. Even though we are about to end, you know, all good things do come to end, but we're going to make sure we enjoy it before we go right now. We are right here kicking it. And, you know, as the backup quarterback, I got a um, – it's, it's a thing called situational football. And this right here is the two-minute drill because we have a special guest coming on. So before I, we get to the special guest, I got – the done daughter got to speak for the last time. So today, throughout the whole show, we spoke on Alabama basketball. We talked about uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But I got to uh, – we got to address this ugly real quick because I promised one of my callers that I was going to address some hidden stats that we had that I believe should have counted as turnovers and keep Keep in mind, we already had 22 turnovers when we averaging 14. So, in the final three minutes, we had an air ball by John Petty. We had a broken play, which led to a James Rojas isolation set with 14 seconds left on the shot clock. And and I'm just going to be honest, not to bash anybody, because like I said, I'm out here. I'm talking the game. I don't play the game, right? You know, but we just don't want James Rojas doing that because that's not within the continuity of our office. That's not in this. The, uh, that's not schematically. That doesn't make sense. So uh, we got Jake, uh, JQ, a.k.a. Javon Quinterly. Um, He dribbles the clock down, and he was confused about a 2-3 set, and he was confused whether it was man-to-man or zone. He dribbles the clock down, and then he gets another turnover. Um, then we have a tough he, – then he comes back in the very next possession after getting a switch on a pick and roll and tries to hit a James Harden step back that didn't go in. Um, then Josh – and that was with 17 seconds left on the shot clock. Josh Primo shot a 30-foot shot. From deep, he shot that thing all the way. They in South Carolina, he shot it from Tuscaloosa, and there was 23 seconds left on the shot clock. And then we had uh, Javon Cornerly make up for his previous mistake and get an open shot to JP, and then it, and, you know, it rammed in and out. So these are some hidden stats. That's about how many we count, Joe? One, two, three, four, five, six. That's six more things I can count as turnovers. So we really had 28 bad possessions. 
you know, um, and the beauty of the game, the beauty of the game is always to uh, redeem yourself and always, you know, it's always inspiration in the ugly, man, because it's room to improve. And speaking of improvement and speaking of inspiration, I got my man Scotty Hollins. So, brother, how you doing this morning? Hey, man, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I want you to just go ahead, man. We got three minutes. You know, you do your thing, man. I'm going to step out the way and let you get this quick isolation set, man. Hey, I appreciate it, brother. Hey, so um, we've been talking about just as we start this new year, um, what should be our focus as believers? And, and again, last week I talked about uh, first the greatest uh, focus we can have, the, the, the greatest gift that God has ever given us is himself. Uh, and and our, our simple logic with, with understanding that is if God made everything, um, then if he gave us anything other than himself, then he'd be giving us something he made, which means it'd be less than him. So, you know, the greatest gift that God could ever give us is himself. He just has nothing greater to offer us than himself. And so we focused on um, just understanding what it means to actually surrender your life to him. Okay. And so this, this week, I'm just going to share a verse and then we'll, we'll pick up on it next week. Uh, and this week, the, the verse will be talking about how do we become more like him on a daily basis. Uh, and so this is another focus that, that really I uh, use to evaluate my life and to give as, as a blueprint for my life. Right. And so um, th- here's the verse, Romans 12, 2. I'm just going to read it uh, and, and kind of elaborate for maybe 15, 20 seconds, and then we'll pick up on it. I just kind of want to whet your appetite for next week. Right. And so um, the verse is uh, Romans 12, 2. It's Paul talking to the church at Rome, and here's what he tells them. He says, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world any longer, any longer. He says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He says, and then you'll be able to test and approve what is that good and pleasing and perfect will of God. Okay. Mm. I, I think this passage is a great passage. Honestly, if we went back to verse one, I could spend a, a month just breaking down one and two in terms of on this show in the time that I have, but That's... we're just going to focus on verse two and mm. I'll pick that one up next week. And, and what I want you to be thinking about is three things. One, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world any longer as believers. Be transformed. Conform means to be pressed into the mold of. Transform means to be changed. Deep. Don't be pressed into the, wor- the, the, the mold of the world any longer. That's who you were. That's not who you are. Be transformed or changed by renewing your mind. And, he, and when he says renewing your mind, he's talking about renewing your mind with God's word. Okay? He says the result of that is to be able to te- be, then you'll be able to test and approve God's good and a pleasing and perfect will of God. So I, I just want to leave you with that uh, and, and kind of give you a little, like you said, a little isolation set, little, little. Uh, it's just like a little layup, right? Quick, and, and we'll, we'll kind of go for the full, the full, uh, the full thing next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate that. First and foremost, it is my apologies, man. But next week, I'm gonna make sure I get you in and get you some more time. All hey, good, man. Brother. I appreciate it. But before you go, where are you from, man, and what are you representing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you guys can reach me at www.blueprinttuscaloosa.com. You can send me a message there, and uh, it comes straight to my email, uh, representing Blueprint Tuscaloosa. All right, brother. We're going to make sure that they do that. As you hear, man, the music is coming, which means it's my time to go. But it's always a celebration when you're making another hour. It's always a celebration when you wake up, you know, you're making it throughout your day. So, man, be inspired. Carry that Mamba mentality with you in everything that you do and every role that you play in your life, man. I am your gracious host, Joshua White, and I will be back tomorrow. So y'all stay tuned and uh, be blessed and be easy.